0: Oh, hey. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. This podcast is dedicated to all the women out there who are aspiring to have a career while raising a family. And bitch? Well, that's more than a name and even an attitude. (laughs) We use it as an acronym. It's for bank, inbox, time, connection, and harmony. Each episode is labeled according to the correct topic so that you can efficiently find the topic that you're looking for. I'm here to tell you, you can have your cake and eat it too. The trick is finding efficient ways to get through the have-tos so that you can make room for your best life. I can show you how. Let's get started. Jocelyn, hi, how are you today? I'm
1: wonderful. Thanks so much for having me in your podcast show.
0: I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for joining us. I would love if you would introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, where you come from. As you know, this episode's all about harmony. So, we talk a lot about how to have it all, do it all, be it all, but really this episode is going to be about how to make sure you're taking care of yourself and um, making sure you get the most out of life, work-life balance, kind of all the buzzwords. um, Mm. One, right? So if, if you'd like to introduce yourself, that would be wonderful.
1: Yes, I would love to. and that's one of my favorite topics around you know harmony because it is so necessary for us in our world. We had um, such a different mindset around harmony. And before I go into that, um, a bit about who I am. So I am located in Melbourne, Australia. I live by the beach and I have got lots of wonderful friends with fur, kids and their own kids um, but I have none of them so I get to enjoy theirs. I live (laughs) with my partner and I've got you know 20 plus years in the banking and uh, investment sector working for the top banks in Australia and formerly to that I was from Malaysia so I was Malaysian born Chinese I was raised there and then I decided to pursue further education and then live in Australia and make Australia my home country. I'm also a full-time international best-selling author. So I have books around business, success, self-care strategies, time management and also around the power of collaborating with others, because I found that that's really important for us to really come together, support each other, and thrive together. I'm also um, a business advisor and also coach. I help women, female entrepreneurs, to really set up their business that is profitable, because I've witnessed a lot of my clients throughout my corporate career and help them set up a lot of their business. And I noticed that men do it so well and there is such a gap in women doing it better. And so my passion, my devotion is to really champion that for women and cheer them on and help them know that there is such a way to do it that it doesn't have to be the masculine way. And we can balance that with the feminine energy. And I love doing that because I think, you know, we don't have enough role models and we don't have enough books that are written by female who has done it well. And mm-hmm. so I would love to balance that harmony of masculine energy and female energy in the world of entrepreneurship. And even if you are a listener and you're a professional, it applies to you as
0: well. Jocelyn, I couldn't agree more. I I I like everything you said, I'm just like, yes, I love this. This is so good. Um, The masculine and feminine energy, you're spot on with that. The world is built with masculine energy for hundreds of years. And at least in the US, we've only really started to have rights and the ability to work. Well, we got the right to vote a hundred years ago, but women haven't really even been working in the U S for 50 years. So there is nobody to show us the way we're having to learn it for the first time. And, you know, maybe our parents worked, but we're really learning to, to lead the way and pave the path for, for females of the future. I just wrote a book. It launches in less than two months. So we're like, covers done it's in edits it's in proofread right now actually so I'm totally terrified super inspired by you and your tenacity to get four books done because this has been a serious process to get one out the door although I'm told once you write one the rest just kind of flow <laughs>
1: that's true I, I think, think that the first one It's always the most challenging one. And you know what? Congratulations for taking that step, investing in yourself, your time, your energy, your knowledge, and really pulling that message out of within. Because writing a book is not just the knowledge and information and concepts, but it's actually to me a healing journey. And that just unlocks so many areas. And I know that every single book I am part of I am actually going through my own inner healing journey Mm -hmm. and that unlocks that cleanses that opens up the whole new space and energy for me to go. Those methods may not longer work for me. Thank you very much. It brought me to where I am. Now I have got new space asking for download, asking for guides from the universe to support me to go, what else is new in the next adventure? and so yeah it is a wonderful journey when becomes
0: an author it's it's been all of those things that you just said like super healing I've learned a lot about myself I've done a lot of research that I didn't intend to do in the first place right it because like you start writing and then all of a sudden you think oh but I actually need to know more about this before I can put it on paper and then you go research something and then it turns into a whole other thing and um so the podcast was a sprint for me. I had this message. I had something I wanted to say particularly towards working women. So the subtitle of my book is how ambitious women can have, can have it all and not do it all. And that was kind of the, I was like, I have something to say and I got to say it right now. So I started the podcast a year and a half ago and the book has just been a process to get it out. And my publisher has been super patient with me because well, I'm an efficiency bitch. I want to get it done. I want to check it off my list. I don't necessarily want to edit it 50 times, but that is the process. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's been it's been remarkable. So, can you walk me through the different books that you've written and kind of how you you came to each of those?
1: Absolutely. So, my first book is Success Codes, and it is how we women in the new generation wants to re- redefine success. So success has been taught one way and could be very default way. And At least that was how I experienced It's kind of like a set pathway. You got to check the box. And once you do this, you have a stable job. You have a stable family. You have a stable um, household. You will retire. You will die this way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're like, no, none of that was what I experienced. And mine was through trials and tribulations and things that I go through that doesn't tick the box. And so what then? And so I then think about success in a different way and wrote about that. My second book was very much around uncensored, untamed, unleashed, which means Who are we in the new way of working? Because, you know, that was birthed throughout the pandemic and we were shaken globally by the pandemic for the right reasons. And I see that as an opportunity. I see that as a very powerful way for us to go. How can we reframe our subconscious mind? Because subconsciously, the world, the media, publications has taught us one way. Tradition has passed on one way but we never dare to question it or we never dare to challenge it and we never dare to think there is another way because those ways are all and they're outdated and they're patterns that no longer will apply for the next generation and the next generation to come. So that was the second book. The third one is really around prosperity. So prosperity codes is very much around not just activating the wealth that is so available for us circulating around us every single day. But what does prosperity mean? The word that you bring harmony into your balance of work, you can earn more and work less. That messes up the brain, isn't it? Mm -hmm. How can you work less and earn more? But that is what The universe wants us to do because the doing, the busyness of it is what we caught ourselves in, and we got to pull ourselves out of that. And so, Prosperity Codes was very much around attuning to the depth of joy and what true joy means, what true wealth means, and what health means and abundance means. And then the fourth one is around transforming pain into purpose. And this one was very much around, you know, a lot of times we are afraid of pain and we don't want to go through the pain. And we didn't know that the pain actually has got a purpose for us. And so writing that area of uh, my chapter was very much around, look, you know what, every pain that we go through, if we go through a full cycle, there is a scar. But the scar is a reminder because if you don't allow that wound to heal, you speak out of a wound, it will trigger us and it will continue to trigger us because that is still open. But mm-hmm. when we speak out of the scar, we've gone through the healing. The scar it serves as a memory and a reminder for us. And sorry, that was just you know various lessons that I witnessed in my own life and how I can turn it to go. That actually brought me to a place that is better. Because of that, I learned more lessons. Because if I'm successful all the time, what are the lessons? What are the lessons? Because there is less lessons to learn when we avoid failure. Mm-hmm. There's a supercharge of getting a quantum leap when we're willing to. Work through and get through and learn from the so-called failures. You can label failures in many different ways. And so I like to go, those are lessons. We just have to navigate it through different ways, out of creativity, out of a sense of exploration and adventure and see it that way. That's amazing. And my Facebook is Magnetic Abundance. And so we are, you know, at the moment, um, yeah, working through that book magnetic abundance and that one is very much into individually all of us have got our own gifts but sometimes in our lives you know people expect us to do certain things Mm
0: -hmm. and they
1: do not want our gifts to be seen or heard or to be practiced and so we can get trapped into that and so I want people to unlock their own gifts and go Hey, if you got a gift and you're doing it out of passion, you are in your playground every single day. That's where you are in your zone of genius. That's where you work less and more. Look at all the athletes in the world. They play their game. They pay millions and millions and millions. They play. They play. They don't work a single second. When they go for training, they play to get better. So... Why do we think work equates to hardship, to suffering, to pain, to torture? It's because that subconscious mind has not been unlocked. And once we unlock that, allowing that within ourselves to go through and go, hey, that's just one area of thought. What if we explore it and it's an adventure, it's fun, and see in a different way and do magic with it. And what do we do with our gifts? We're here to serve each other. We're not here to be on our own on this planet Mm -hmm. Exist, And that's it because, you know, at the end of the day, everyone will have a death date. I always say this, you have a birth date and then you have hyphen and then you have death date. Well, what you do with that hyphen, everyone has got it. Whether you're king, you're queen, you're princess, you're someone who's just, you know, doing engineering, you're someone working in banking, you're someone serving someone in a store. Everyone had that. That's just not an escape for anyone. But the question is, what is the hyphen mean to you? Mm-hmm. What did you do? And I sorry, that. I want to no inspire
0: yeah.
1: that, you know, we all, Discover that, and it's never too late, it's never too old, it's never too young to discover what's your hyphen and to use it purposefully and to surround yourself with the right network that would champion that, that would cheer you on, that would see you for who you are, not see you for what they want you to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jocelyn, can you talk a little bit about your experience as a woman and having these big thoughts and these big, um like you're very grounded in your purpose and you're very, you seem very confident in your opinion. And I'm very curious about how other parts of the world perceive women with these types of feelings. Like my American lens is only of how I've been treated and how I was raised in in the United States and growing up in Malaysia and now living in Australia, what has been your experience from, from that perspective?
1: So raising, um, and, and the upbringing in um, Asia is very much just a certain template. And so I was always been someone who think differently. And I always want to color outside of the box. And I have always been pulled back to go get into the box, get mm-hmm. into the box. And I'm always the misfit in any group. I'm always thinking oh, there is somewhere different. And I'll challenge that thought and someone will go shut up. They'll put me back in my corner. Yeah. And I'm always like, find it again because I always think differently and I always see there is, you know, I'm sure we can approach it differently. And so, upbringing has always been challenging because I'm not the norm. I'm always not the person that goes for all the A's. I'll be always challenging. I'm sure there's different ways of doing it. And so, it's not likable in that sense because you don't follow their template.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then I go, you know what, it is who I am. And you always have to fight that. I want to have a voice. I want to have an opinion. And um, it's always like, no, you're a kid. Shut up and follow what we are expecting you to do. So that was majority of my upbringing, or at least that was my surrounding. And they did that with good intentions because they just want to follow a template of get educated, have a stable job, have a stable family and buy a house, have kids. And then, you know, you're on your way to success. That was one way of success in their own mind. And then, you know, in my corporate world in Australia, I've always had different ideas and opinions. And the higher I go in my leadership role, the more people put me at the corner because I carry, you know, women of color, I am in a very male-dominated environment where 97% of my colleagues are male. Mm -hmm. I have always had more creative ideas, but they already have a set policy procedure. And so do not try to disrupt that. And so in meetings, it's always challenging. And it's almost in the last four or five years that the corporate sector decide that they gradually need to bring in balance. And so that's great. I fit into their balance to accommodate their percentage mm-hmm. that they have got female, but it's just a token. It's not true numbers that I get to be appreciated for my opinion, for my ideas, for my contribution.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry. Most recently, I was watching this show Netflix called Partner Track. And it was like, oh my God, that was just telling my story when I was in corporate. But luckily, I got out of it. The triggering point for me was I always knew in my heart that knowing that there is something more in my life. And I had my grandmother who sowed the seed in my life and go, you know what? There is more in you. And she believed in me. She passed away in 2014. But I held on to a lot of her words because she really did so much for our family. And she had a vision and she runs our family business when she was alive. And I caught on a lot of her vision and a lot of her attributes. And I told myself, there must be more but I was in a lot of space where I was in a corner and I could not do more. Mm-hmm. And it was time for me to go, you know what, 22 years in the corporate world is not getting me where I wanted to be or is going to kill me, get me into a place of, you know, having disease because I'm just so frustrated. I'm sorry. Um, in a in a place where, I could not move. It was just so trapped. And I'm like, no, I'm smart enough. And I will use my skills, transition that out and set up my own business to help more women. Because I look at photos on conferences and they were advertised, And they were like, women conference, but there is more men speaking than female. Doesn't make sense. What mm-hmm. positions. We want more women and they've championed that. They, you know, use percentages to um, help women. They have mentoring programs, but why the results are not evident? So that's another area. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at books, you, you hear, I respect all the men that was leading the way, but we need female energy to balance it out. And that's where your topic of harmony comes in so powerfully. Because we need that female energy coming into our world and balance it out and have fun because there's one way to work in the masculine way and we do need that. But what if you balance and own our own truth as female contributors in the economy? And so that was how I transitioned out. And as I do that, the universe supports me, you know. When the student's ready, the teacher comes. And then, you know, you're supported by so many friends who are also having that sort of passion. And like how we connected, Melissa, that's how we connected. Your podcast, that's how we connected, you know, and your books that will be released in the next three months or so. That's how things will really transition and all that coming together and all that and going through all that requires healing. You know, mm-hmm. of my own inner work and letting go of things, and so that's how we need to have fun and demonstrate that, and make it fun and make it adventurous and make it possible so that the next generation go, yeah, it's actually
0: possible. Totally, and I, I hope the the women behind us see what we did and make it better. Right? I mean, we're not going to be perfect because we are the first ones. Being able to see through this this lens, um, my mother was worked my entire life, but she also wasn't allowed to have a credit card until she was late twenties, early thirties. It wasn't allowed yet, so she didn't learn things about money at fifteen when I did. Right, so I had fifteen years of of better education and money management there, and it can only improve. Um, and and the my mother decided not to continue on to the next step of her career because she wanted to have her kids and, and trying to have the corporate career and the kids was too much. So she kind of wanted to stay at that middle management. She had a fantastic career and she was very happy with it. But I'm the opposite, where I'm like, I'm going through the roof or I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to have my kids. <laughs> um and so I like that there's a lot of momentum out there trying to push the boundaries. Still, uh, I am very grateful for a lot of the progress that has been made for women and women's rights. But there's still a really long ways to go. There's a lot of big things, as I'm sure you're aware of, happening in the U.S. Um, around abortion rights. Which I'm a Planned Parenthood board member, which is a predominant abortion provider in the states, and like, I just see the slippery slope of this movement that has been going forward of women in the workplace, women's rights, in addition to our feminine energy coming into the world, not being asked to match the masculine energy. I don't want to just be allowed in. And now I have to match your energy. I'm going to bring my own. I'm going to, I'm going to be the woman that I am and I'm going to contribute too. right? So it's a, I definitely feel like I was born in the right time period. This is the right fight for me, so to speak. Um, and I'm I'm thrilled to know women like you who are, who are after the same thing. That's awesome.
1: Mm, and you know what? We need that. We need people in board positions, sitting on tables that, you know, those discussions are made and allowing their voice. Mm-hmm. It's not just sitting on the table because a lot of times, I have sat on tables, but my opinion and how I want to question things was not allowed. And so we need to go even deeper. And in making it successful, we need to train ourselves to have that confidence to articulate that, Mm -hmm. to articulate our mind, to be so grounded, to be so anchored in our opinion, in our own truth. And that only comes from the truth within us. So the more we do that, the more we are supported by female who really have got that vision, have got that download from the universe already, then we are here. Perfect timing for this work, for this mission.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. I love it. Well, we're we're running close on time. Tell me about how you help people. You sound like you have a wealth of knowledge. So in addition to your books, you have a coaching practice, right? And I, if I understand you correctly, you work with a lot of Americans too, yeah?
1: Correct, correct. So I work with a lot of Americans. I have a global online business, so I do one-on-one coaching whereby I really support the women to customize you know, what they want to do. More often than not, we do the inner work and then the outer just flow naturally because a lot of female that I come across are very intelligent. But there's certain things that held them back and then that's where we peel the layers off and then really work through and ground them. So private practice on coaching. I have got group programs. My intake will happen the next one in 2023. I'm a keynote speaker. So any summits, conferences, I am available to share my um, passion and my topics. And I've got... um, authors as well I'm a co-publisher so I've got books that you know I call in authors for multi-author books and allow women to really spotlight their story and talk about who they are and support them and champion them because if they don't have enough um, mentors and role models we are here to support them and hold their hand and hold space for them so I'm passionate about all those work and um, yeah I'm just here to serve and, you know, connect with me through Instagram, through Facebook, through LinkedIn, of course, through this podcast as
0: well. And yeah, let's have fun. That's awesome. Justin. we'll put all of your contact information in the show notes. And I look forward to continuing our conversation. This was wonderful. Thank you so much for joining.
1: Melissa, you're awesome and you're a ray of sunshine. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast show.
0: Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new around here, please be sure to leave us a review on any podcast platform you're listening to. And you can always reach out to me to let me know what topics you're interested in hearing about, or maybe telling me someone you think would be great for the show. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Efficiency Until next time, see ya!